1: This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling.
2: If you have an opinion on the world of WWE, we want to hear it. Send your tweets to at Shake Ropes, email us at Rob at ShakeThemRopes.com, or call in on our Skype and phone lines. We have a voicemail box set up to take your calls 24-7. Just call in on our Skype username, Let's Say Things, that's L-E-T-S-S-A-Y-T-H-I-N-G-S, or via the telephone at 260-494-3811, that's 260-494-3811, and leave a voicemail with your thoughts. We will play your comments on our next show and talk about them. Follow us on Twitter at Shake Them Ropes for all of our show happenings and our recording schedule, and check out ShakeThemRopes.com for all of our contact information. Shake Them Ropes is a member of the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. You can find Voices of Wrestling on Twitter at Voices Wrestling or online at VoicesofWrestling.com. Grorushop.com, your only source for authentic ProRusu merch, straight from Japan. Translation Extraordinaire Yatsumi has helped more than 300 fans all across the world purchase authentic merchandise, and now he's bringing that savings to you with over 300 items to choose from. ProresuShop.com has the largest selection of New Japan and ProResu merchandise you can't get anywhere else. Shirts, belts, trading cards, DVDs, and more from the biggest stars of Japan, like Tanahashi, Okada, Nakamura, and of course, The Bullet Club. Get them all for the same price you would pay in Japan with worldwide shipping starting at only $6.99. For the very best in ProRisu merchandise across the world, the choice is clear, shop.com That's P-U-R-O-R-E-S-U-Shop.com. ProRisuShop.com. All right, it is Shake Them Ropes. Rob McCarron here with Jeff Hawkins as usual. We're here today to talk about the current happenings in WWE and the world of pro wrestling. Hooray! Jeff, hello.
1: The soon-to-be-fired Jeff Hawkins after from Voices of Wrestling after people hear his pro-sting argument.
2: Yes, and you know what's even better is there was some type of uh, Skype glitch right as you said sting, so it sounded really cool.
1: Oh, is that what that one was? Okay.
2: That's all right. It's all good. Um yeah, fun times. Uh voices of You can catch Jeff's and I's uh discussion on Sting for the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame. Uh it is that season.
1: Slightly it, breaking news. The rating for Raw is likely to fall at two point seven or two point eight. Sting versus Flair did a five-four. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what you're saying is On the basis of that alone
2: what you're saying is Dean Ambrose not a hall of famer.
1: Wow. Not yet. Might be.
2: That's could, uh
1: could get better.
2: A funny uh story, maybe not funny. Um but a story.
1: Funny come... weird as opposed to funny. Eh,
2: no. Actually not funny in either way. Uh a story. We'll just call it that. Um News coming out of I don't know if you've noticed this Jeff, but during the last year Of Brock Lesnar matches. Brock Lesnar very quickly in his matches. Gets very purple.
1: And he's like Zartan from G.I.
2: Joe. His skin tone changes quite a bit. Gets very flush in the ring. Sweats a lot. That has led many for over a year now. To wonder if Brock may have some type of health issue. Whether it's from stuff he puts in his body. Whether it's from a number of different things, the dude gets very discolored during his matches, not normal. Now, WWE came out with a statement saying that there is no truth to anything that Brock Lesnar is being held out of future shows due to a health issue. You know there was some type of speculation on certain sites that get a number of viewers uh, that Brock wasn't on Raw yesterday because of health concerns. Well, wWE is saying that's not the case. a lot of uh, a lot of theories out there. So I went back and watched his main event at WrestleMania 19 to see if maybe back then also he was getting discolored during his matches to kind of correlate anything here. He would get pretty flushed. It didn't look as bad because it wasn't HD back then, but he was changing colors. Now, a lot of people will tell you about his UFC days, how in UFC, you know, what could be considered maybe more grueling matches or fights really. The dude wasn't getting as flushed. He wasn't getting so purple. And they correlate that to maybe steroid use. Have you noticed Brock Lesnar getting discolored on pay-per-views? And what are your thoughts on that? Can you prescribe him? Do you diagnose doctor, his health concern?
1: But I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an elevated heart rate, I think. And him being so pale to begin with in terms of... You know, just being of Scandinavian origin. He's pretty white. Know, yeah, he's pretty white. And you know, elevated heart rate could be caffeine, even ephedra. I mean, I get red when I take that to work out to get me through a workout. Uh, now I'm no doctor. Is is, is, is there a health issue? Uh, WWE's is saying no. I think uh, there's maybe something going on just, there. Maybe that's just his body type.
2: There's there's something weird that goes on there, and. Um, you know, generally when your skin's getting that color, when it's not normal, you know, there's some type of lack of oxygen getting, you know, yeah. throughout the blood perfectly. So there could be some type of circulation problem.
1: I don't I think know. It might I'm have not a doctor do with a with PED use. It could be, I mean, I'm not worried when he gets red. I get worried when he gets purple. Yeah. And he, he got purple. I mean, I think there's probably a bit of hypertension there just from how big he is. Brock Lesnar escaped
2: night of champions.
1: But I am not a medical doctor, so I can't. I can't tell you these things.
2: I do watch the Mindy Project, and nothing on there has told me how to diagnose Brock Lesnar's uh, health. So I'm
1: not even a doctor of thugonomics. Well, thank God for that. I have a, I have a master's in it, though. So
2: uh, I don't think so.
1: Oh, um, the mean The Mean Streets of Newport News, Virginia. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How
2: How'd you do against BYU?
1: <laughs> we were doing well until the fourth quarter, and then we came back, but we lost by eight. Okay. Okay. Well, oh, um, no, that's not that's not Newport News. though. that's Charlottesville. That's up. Read about Newport News. We got the Vix. We got the Iversons. We had Gang Central. Uh, 50, yeah. Fifty, 50 Cent called us bad news. That's how we get the name Bad News Virginia.
2: So Brock Lesnar is still the WWE World Heavyweight Champion.
1: Um, yeah, who, who won that predictions game? By the way. Uh,
2: maybe you. Uh,
1: uh definitely
2: me. I can't possibly imagine that I did because I got almost everything wrong. As usual. They swerved me on Sheamus and Cesaro.
1: Swerved you.
2: They swerved me on Miz and Dolph Ziggler. You just weren't bright enough to figure it out. They swerved me on Nikki Bella. Although they swerved us both on that one.
1: Yeah, I got Nikki wrong. I know that much.
2: The whole Voices of Wrestling team got that wrong. Everyone picked Paige. Really? And AJ Lee wins. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it was uh, for a card that everyone thought was so predictable going in. It certainly was not.
1: It was a the watching it, it just the matches didn't matter. Yeah. We, I mean, I thought I thought, you know, a couple people that need to be kind of singled out for doing better than I ever expected. I thought the Miz was quite I mean he wasn't sting level work rate. No. <laughs> but he was very entertaining and, and you know. Did, I thought in ring was quite good and especially with Damien mimicking every every movie made you know I, I love Damien's hand now to death and I thought Nikki Bella was stronger than I expected in that match
2: we're talking about Nikki Bella we're back after a little bit of a disconnection issue
1: the anti-sting forces trying to shut me down
2: yeah I don't know what it is I don't know what's <laughs> going on we we never have problems with Skype we're actually pretty lucky but mm. we'll see how it goes for this we I think the gods are hating us on our sting argument United of champions was a pay-per-view going into it. Uh, those who read the news article on voices of wrestling and listened to our audio update uh, knew that Roman Reigns was hurt, had an incarcerated hernia and had surgery on it was not on this pay-per-view, but you got Dean Ambrose back. You did not get Dean Ambrose in a match. However, they just nope. did a little fight, a little you know, teaser for hell in a cell. Most likely uh, refreshing. It's good to have Dean Ambrose back. One of the highlights of that pay-per-view, I believe. Um, thoughts on Dean Ambrose coming back and uh, and what they might do after last night's Raw with Dean Ambrose in the main event
1: slot. Is it wrong that I think saddling him with in the Cena program is a bad move? Um,
2: if they keep doing it. I, I feel like the angle last night on Raw where he... They had the opening segment Cena and Dean Ambrose are in there and doing their own thing. I thought it was a little weird, a little off, but you also want to push Dean Ambrose as, you know, a loner. So I guess that works for that. Um, They have to break them separately. They have to go Rollins and Ambrose and get Cena with Orton or whatever they're going to do with Cena for the next month. I think they'll split them off after this week. It was just convenient to put them together. But at least I hope they split them off. Because, yes, I think Dean Ambrose saddled with John Cena is anti his character and probably not the best for him right now.
1: No, and and I think that's part of why the crowd's not popping as hard for Dean as they probably should is because it's really, you know, Cena being attached with Ambrose to kind of give him the rub. And I get why they're doing it, but at the same time, imagine the thing if, you know, just Ambrose just shoves Cena and goes after Rollins. I think that's more in the character type as opposed to what I think we're going to get is, which is tag team main events with Cena and Ambrose versus various members of the Authority you know, I don't think anybody wants to see that necessarily. But I'm, I welcome the return of Dean Ambrose. May he be pushed to the moon. What do you think the best match
2: on Night of Champions was? Because I've I've seen some thoughts, uh, you know, on two different matches. Are kidding? In terms,
1: of, in terms of my personal enjoyment what was your level, personal
2: enjoyment. What was the best? You know, in ring. I don't know. What What was your most favorite match on not Night not of Champions?
1: Cesaro Sheamus. All
2: right. I thought that was the best match of the bunch, too, with the main event being second.
1: Yes, and I'd, and I'd put the tag match up there, too.
2: Tag I match was all tag. right.
1: Um, I like the you tag match. You don't like the Usos, Your anti-Uso bias is no, coming in, Rob. I'll
2: tell you. I, <laughs> I like the tag match okay. It wasn't bad. It was just, you know, there. It was not one of those, oh, we're opening the pay-per-view and we're going to go crazy type of matches. So it was a little bit different in that regard. Yeah. Where it got good and unfortunately they didn't get enough time after this because they probably could have done this a little bit earlier, is when they remembered this was a grudge match. Yeah. And you have the Usos going after Cody's knee and Cody slapping the Usos because he's the bad guy and he's you know he's pissed off that they started going after his knee. Um, when they were really doing the, the grudge and the petty type stuff, that's where it got really good and then it finished about a minute later. I would agree. So I, I like that one. I like Cesaro and Sheamus the most. I was surprised again that Sheamus was the winner in this one. Uh, Cesaro just loses all the time.
1: Yeah, if they had kept them separate, this could have been one of those types of losses that would have built both guys. But because you know th- we had been seeing this match over and over again, and it didn't really mean much, and the title doesn't mean anything, it just becomes another match in 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 the uh in the library, which is sad. Because what are you gonna do with Cesaro from here, really? I
2: I mean, keep them with Seamus, it looks like. Looks like they're going to do another one at Hell in a Cell. Maybe you put some multiple guys. You know, it's been a little bit since we've had a singles belt being gone after by multiple people. Um, We've kind of had these one-on-one feuds for a while. uh, Back when the tournament was going on to to have the title uh, defended by Big E, I think it was. Big E defended the title after a tournament against Wade Barrett where you had multiple guys going after one belt, I think they can get back to that. Maybe have a three-way or four-way at some point. Again, multi-man matches, not everyone likes them, but give a little bit of importance to the belt. Have more than one person want to actually go after it.
1: Okay. I'm not, I like one-on-one matches better than multiple man matches. I think most people would.
2: And I'm not necessarily saying, you know, every match has to be a multi-man match. Maybe you do that once, but I think the big story is you should have more than one person going after the belt. Maybe have like a Cesaro and a Mark Henry and maybe even a Rusev. Maybe just give Rusev a mid-level title. uh, Kind of give him that mid-card title and actually propel it along with him. Uh, but have more than one person actually going after a belt. Okay. Doesn't have to be multi-man matches, but you're if you're going to do Cesaro and Sheamus over, I mean, Cesaro, who's this big loser on TV, never wins a match. Is he just going to get a rematch against Sheamus, even though Sheamus just beat him?
1: Well, geez, if, if, if the indication of raw last night was any indication that I'm surprised they didn't just then, that's yeah. all raw was, was rematch night. Sure. And, and and I just loved someone started a thread on the observer board, you know, blaming the crowd for not popping huge for certain things last night. What were they supposed to pop for?
2: Yeah. There wasn't a lot to it. Um, there wasn't a lot to the show. It was one of those, it's a post-pay-per-view. There's actually plenty of weeks until Hell in a Cell. I think there's five weeks left. Uh, so you have plenty of time to promote matches. So that was yeah. a filler show. You didn't yeah, have Brock Lesnar on it. You didn't have, you know, the usual names. You didn't have, uh, Paul Heyman wasn't even on the show last night. John Cena didn't really mention Brock Lesnar at all. You know, he was mad at Seth Rollins, the guy who cost him the title, instead of the guy who beat, or who retained the title.
1: The- show in a B city and they treated it like a show in a B city. Yeah. Yeah. Memphis, and you're, Tennessee. And you're going to, and you're going to get the reactions of a B city.
2: Uh, nothing special, uh, left. On, I mean, we're not going to go one by one on the pay-per-view. Uh, right. just kind of give what we were remembering out of it. You'll remember that, you know, Brock and John Cena had a good match, but it ended when Seth Rollins ran in. And that was the story of the pay-per-view in raw the next night is Seth Rollins is just pissing off everyone. He's finishing matches before their time. He's just taking over the show. And at some point, I think Triple H and Randy Orton, and they really Good. are starting to, they're going to get tired gonna of it.
1: Turn, they're going to turn on him, I think. Yeah, I think well, I think Orton may turn face on this. It's looking like that very well could
2: be a case. Um, I don't know if Brock Lesnar comes back at Hell in a Cell. I don't know if he's going to be on the shows for the next month. You could do Randy Orton and John Cena as a pay-per-view program, I guess. Yeah. Do you think they might actually... Ma- I got to think Brock Lesnar is going to be at Hell in a Cell because that's your main event. It yeah. makes sense. Um, if Brock Lesnar is not at Hell in a Cell, what's your main event? Is it actually Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose in the cage?
1: I still think Cena is going to be in any main event. I think the Hell in the Cell match might be a semi-main I think it's going
2: to be Rollins and Ambrose in that cage. All right, but say there's no uh, Brock Lesnar. What do you do with John Cena, and how do you actually get him in the main event if there's no Brock Lesnar? Rusev crush. And that's your main event is Rusev and John Cena?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I just don't see it right now. I mean, I see that match, and I see it being a somewhat big deal. Five,
1: well, we have we have five weeks. The last This show's a filler, like we said. We haven't seen the actual story come into place. Right. I you know i could I could see Cena Lesnar in a cage, and then Rollins goes in to cash in or to interfere. Orton comes in. we don't know what's going on, maybe he interferes a bit and then turns on Rollins in the course of interfering. Well a whole lot of things could happen between now and then. Who knows that's true. I did love Heyman's look. At the when, Rollin, when Rollins came in to cash in and the curb stomp, just watch Heyman. Well, he was, he was the hap- whole time.
2: Yeah. His facials. He was happy that Seth Rollins came in.
1: You no, know, he wasn't. I don't believe so. I thought he just looked, he was like, what's going on with that? Well, he gave and, that,
2: he gave that what, but in between he was, I thought I saw a smile. It, okay, and then I when didn't. Seth Rollins turned his eye on Brock Lesnar and gave him the curb stomp, that's when Pell Heyman really went nuts.
1: Oh yeah. That was fun to watch. I Cause
2: thought. that he felt, he felt like, okay, uh, we're going to lose the title here.
1: Yeah, I kind of, I, I don't understand the reasoning between a 24-hour title shift for the Intercontinental Belt. Which is supposed to be a prestigious belt in the uh, canon of WWE, according I, to of to Champions. Yeah, it's
2: not. I I really think that was just a, you know, let's hot potato it. Let's get some interest because nothing else matters. They knew it was a filler show. Let's Let's change the title. At least we can say that something actually happened on this program.
1: And they I guess why they don't get reactions. Well, we, yeah. I We've mean, been conditioned over this. It's awful. Now.
2: It's awful. But hey, they just wanted to do something on the show. They just kind wanted enjo- to do something.
1: Kind of enjoyed that six man for what it was. <laughs> just all the talking in there, I think, made it for me. With everybody just kind of yelling at each other at one point. Yeah, it's a Zaro <laughs> kind of having an uneasy. Easy alliance with the dust brothers who he just thinks are crazy. (laughs) There was something interesting about that. At least I tell you Um, what, at least I like the fact that
2: not only did they not have an entrance on TV for the Usos, but they looked visibly upset.
1: Oh no. The Usos reaction, both post-match at the pay-per-view and in there last night, even after the win where they're just like, yeah, we got them back. I thought the Usos were great.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They were very good. I I liked, uh, I liked them on the show, uh, just with their reactions. I was afraid when, when Raw started and John Cena came out for that promo with Dean Ambrose, he started to be happy-go-lucky Cena a little bit.
1: Oh, yeah, that you definitely. Fear. And I kind of um, liked, uh, you know, it's interesting. I liked Ambrose's understated reaction to that. The thing is, I don't know if that necessarily works in this day and age in front of 18,000 people. Well, Cena, and we say it all the time when
2: he goes into this, but he just got screwed again in his quest to prove that he can beat Brock Lesnar and he was just happy go lucky Cena upset at Rollins
1: he's just out there having fun yeah. like the usos in the middle of a fight having fun margo
2: you have another angle where dean ambrose is uh, locked up as to avoid battling seth rollins not locked up by the great Kali this week and that would prove to be costly for the authority um and then pull, pull,
1: pull the john bender from the breakfast club went through the roof
2: i I just wish they kind of explained that, oh yeah, we forgot to lock the door in the other side of the room.
1: Yeah, something like that. I mean, I was expecting the security geeks to get beat up there, but I was happy to have those. Uh, and I think that's why they did it that way, to have the ex- expectation subverted. I mean, even to the point where Stephanie goes, have we ever thrown anyone out of the building and they not come back?
2: Yeah, that was a good line. I thought Stephanie <laughs> in her short spurt. Uh, did you watch the, uh, do you ever watch these Raw pre-shows on the network?
1: Occasionally.
2: Last night, on the Raw pre-show on the WWE Network, they gave their Pre-shrew? predictions. Pre-show. They gave their <laughs> predictions for what would happen on Raw. Alex Riley's prediction was that Stephanie McMahon would come out on Raw and challenge AJ Lee for the Divas Championship. Well, she didn't. Okay. What a bold prediction from Alex Riley. I just want to say, I like that he goes out on a limb.
1: I'm sure that wasn't fed to him at all. Too. Bold
2: Bold predictions
1: to, to to build a hot take to hot take from Alex Riley. Yeah. <laughs>
2: hot take. Hey, Rye. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, you can never I, I tend have enough. Not, hot I, tend takes. Not to, I tend not to watch those things because they feel so contrived with the exception of when Sasha Banks went off on Alex Riley. I'd much rather, I'd so much rather talk about
2: NXT than WWE these days. I Not these days, but just this week, I, another raw filler show. Um, just nothing. I would love so much for Rob, these to go back to po- hours.
1: Rob, you're the positive half of this podcast. I, I have to, I'm the critical jerk on this. So when yeah. you're getting down, I feel sad. I want to give you a big hug and kiss you and tell you it's going to be all better someday. How about, but
2: how about the bunny <laughs> last night getting in ring action? You know, <laughs> he's had more in ring time than Zack Ryder this year.
1: The thing that, that just blew my mind is like, Three minutes before anybody said bunny mania, I texted you and said bunny mania.
2: You proud of that one?
1: No, I'm not because now it's a thing and I can't take credit for it. I should have put it on Twitter. So, the, pre- <laughs> the
2: prevailing rumor from Monday, and it looks like pretty strong evidence to back it up
1: Justin Gabriel?
2: There was a new person under the suit, Justin Gabriel.
1: Oh, I think they're just going to go through mid-card flying guys they have and continue to do that until they settle on one to debut under the mask. I don't think it's anything. I mean, if it had been Justin Gabriel, I would have liked to have seen him only kick Titus as opposed to Heath Slater. Because oh, you know, then, I, maybe, uh, then maybe it's a reunion of the Slater Gabriel tag team, right. which was very I, undervalued in my opinion. I don't,
2: I don't believe that's who it's going to end up being, and I don't believe any. No. You never know some. Someone may end up being the bunny. You may just have the bunny go away or at some the point. the bunny's
1: going to get a mid-level push.
2: Bunny's going to get more wins this year on Raw than
1: Cesaro. Bunny and Torito, your new tag team champs. Haven't seen Be- Torito in a while. Going to fight guys for the Cosmic Key. It's a it's a big comic book war.
2: Yeah, well, it sounds awful.
1: And they did the intro just like I thought they would. The bunny. I just went, oh, man.
2: Well, yeah. Ugh. What else are you going to do? Uh, something good residing in a hole in the ground
1: from wonderland oh. from e- from easter island
2: yep
1: i think dave Meltzer at, or who was, it, or was brian albert is asking where uh, bugs bunny was from well he always says he takes a wrong turn at albuquerque should say it's albuquerque okay at Mukigana
2: on twitter says he's been calling for a change of pace for gabriel but didn't quite have this in mind but yeah you had the bunny getting a win on raw with Adam I, Rose. I, I, adam I rose complete- continues to be a thing
1: Mookie, I want a complete breakdown of numbers on the bunny. History of of bunnies in wrestling.
2: He's a winner on an official match on TV. You're
1: probably going to get it. My Watership Down angle is one inch closer to becoming a reality. Or my Donnie Darko angle. The show,
2: they just haven't had momentum in a bit. I, I really like the Brock Lesnar stuff, but Brock Lesnar's never there. So it's like, what do you get excited about on these shows?
1: All they care about is the main event angle and the Bellas for freak's sake.
2: Bellas get a lot of time and you know I'm not going to hate on them for putting over something and trying to make something matter. Uh, You can hate them for what they're trying to make matter versus other things on the show.
1: You can can hate on them for the reasoning for trying to make it matter too. It's not to make the product stronger. It's brand awareness through the Divas show.
2: Yeah. Another week where uh, no NXT guys have been called up, which I don't know if people are still expecting. You never know, but... No NXT guys on the Raw show last night. Um, But yeah, NXT's just been something I'd I'd much rather talk about because at least, you know, it's fresh. You have this rotation of talent. There's a lot of exciting guys down there. Um, NXT taping TV this week on Thursday. Who? A TV taping out of nowhere. It's literally not even advertised on the NXT website or on the WWE website in their events calendar.
1: So what you're saying is that the NXT tapings are down the rabbit hole.
2: Yeah, good one.
1: Thank you. I'll be here all week. Mystery
2: mystery taping, but it is taping. And that leads me to the major announcement. It's so major that only I think it's major.
1: Oh, yes. This. Did this happen? or
2: It is happening. This week.
1: It is I am, Excellent.
2: I am heading down to Florida on Thursday and Friday. I have an invitation to attend the TV taping on Thursday, this mystery taping. And then on Friday, I will be visiting the Performance Center, taking a little tour and hopefully getting a chance to get some audio bites from uh, some of the coaches and different fellas. But yes, I am going down and getting a tour from WWE PR. uh, And we'll have some stuff up at Voices of Wrestling and we'll get to talk about it next week on the show.
1: I'm excited for you.
2: Going down to the Performance Center. I'm going to check out the TV
1: taping i going to have a giant sign that says, Jeff Hawkins loves Sasha Banks. Well, I'm not going to have any sign. You son of a...
2: I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> not going down there to cheer and boo, everybody. I don't think. Root for Mojo Riley? Uh, or Rowley. One Rowley, of sorry. I don't even know if he's going to be there. But yeah, the TV taping, exciting. We'll see if uh, Hideo Itami is on the show. Oh, he should be. Give an update on uh, maybe uh, Prince Devitt. Or Sami Zayn. Or Tyler Breeze. But yeah, that's happening. That was uh, going down to Florida to cover that for Wrestling Observer as well as Voices of Wrestling. So, have some fun stuff to talk about. And I'm much more excited for that than I could be to go to any WWE show.
1: Yeah, there's been a few minor departures from NXT, but that's about it. That's so all right.
2: Far. But be, it sounds like they're going to keep going on the uh, Ascension Hideo Itami story,
1: most likely. Nah. Uh... Okay, depends you, on who his partner is. I mean, I know that they they're gonna take out Funaki eventually, but uh, spoiler alert. Sorry. Yeah, how evil of you. Nah, uh, but you know, well, they had mentioned Funaki already on TV, so right, everybody kind of could figure that out. But I hope they give him a good program out of this and yeah. and keep the ascension far far away from anything else.
2: I want to go see what it's like to uh, to train as a ring announcer. I want to see how they develop their skills.
1: Who Or you could ask for tryout as a ref. If you have referee experience. Yeah. Or get me one as a manager because I have managing experience.
2: <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But that should be fun. Uh, two days.
1: First uh, thing they should say to you is you're no Rob Naylor. Yeah, well, that's absolutely true.
2: <laughs> I wasn't expecting. The TV, t- uh, the TV taping part came out at the last minute. Um, that was one of those things where All right, we've set this up. Oh, by the way, would you like to attend the
1: TV taping? They knew you were coming, so they knew the importance of this show. I still half
2: expect all this to be a rib. I get there and I just get beaten up or... Oh, oh, that'd be great.
1: Or there's no ticket or... I I want video of that. I hope that comes over like some mystery feed from the training center that I can watch and like watch that just rib you for like an hour next week.
2: Get a chance to break out the new camera on my iPhone 6. Break out some slow motion. Get some cool shots. Oh, you're one of those guys who has the new iPhone six. Yes, yeah, I'm and, absolutely and, one of and, those and guys. It has,
1: has to rub it in everybody's face that you have the iPhone
2: six. I'm not rubbing it in. I'm just A saying, I'm just saying, I have bit. it and you don't. So,
1: I like my all you can eat data plan, so I'm not updating.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, that's your. call.
1: Anyways, have fun.
2: Yes, yeah, so that'll be uh coming up, going to uh if there's anything you would like me to ask anyone, not saying I'll get the chance, but hit us up on Twitter at Shake Them Ropes. I'll be down there. You're
1: gonna there. get eight hundred debit questions from a certain someone right nope.
2: now. <laughs> get no debit questions. Please um,
1: tell him My mate, my cousin knows him.
2: I kinda wish that there would be a uh a live event. I always thought it would be cool to watch the live events, you know, the guys who aren't on TV right now, but uh
1: Well you might see them training.
2: Beggars can't be chewed. Oh, I will. Yeah, I mean, it'll be a it's going to be partly a fun trip. It's going to be getting a unique perspective on the training center down there. Get a birds-eye view of exactly how big it is because you see all these pictures and it looks gigantic, but uh you know, you don't have first-hand knowledge of exactly what went into all this.
1: I'm um, interested in the things that are non-rings that they have there like your interview rooms and you know what they do to go over promos and I've heard from wrestlers that i won't name drop and writers i won't name drop about the improv exercises that vince tries to do with the main roster which are interesting in it in its own self i'd be interested to know what they do in those classes if you can if if there's any info you can get on those yeah so
2: uh we'll get that so i'm working on a couple of ideas for different stories for both uh, f4w tape. online wrestling observer as well as voices of wrestling
1: request a dvd from the tape vault go for it
2: and you know who it's going to be? It's going to be Sting in 1994.
1: Tully Blanchard. What? Go ahead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it'll be uh, Jeff Jarrett in '98. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that'll be a fun thing. But I'm, yeah, like I said, I'm much more excited for that than almost anything else. Um, it is Hall of Fame season. Uh, again, we recorded a show on both CM Punk and Sting. Uh, Sting episode will be up at uh, Voices of Wrestling soon. Uh, So good stuff there, but it is hall of fame season. I haven't quite got my uh, ballot all filled out yet. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm not putting edge on it right now. Uh, Like there's guys that I know I'm not doing, but I still have to finalize the 10. Maybe one of these days I'll ask you more questions about the rock and roll express.
1: Oh, so I can put them. I'll be happy to oblige. I
2: can put them on uh, maybe on there for you. I also considered selling my ballot to deadspin.
1: (laughs) Were they asking? No, I'm sure. Never. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, the Mask Man has a ballot. Maybe he's he's a, he's. I mean, they give it to small podcasts. I'm sure they give it to Deadspin as a historian. Right, at least for modern candidates, I'm fairly certain they,
2: they didn't give it to me because I host a small podcast. They gave well, it. Well, no, they gave they, it to you because
1: you write the update. Uh, but I'm but I'm but I'm talking about other guys. I wasn't talking about you. You're not small. You're huge. I'm you're Vince big.
2: McMahon's illegitimate child. You're
1: bad. You're nationwide.
2: Everyone, uh, everyone knows who I am. You remember me from such classics <laughs> please, as Please
1: make that be your first line as a training center. Don't you know who I am?
2: Yeah, such <laughs> such classics as Chuck Taylor versus Mike Quackenbush versus Chris Hero versus. Eddie Kingston. Oh, good times back in the day. No, but I might run into some people that I know from, from back in the day down there at the Performance Center. Should be fun. The question is, what do I wear? Do I go in typical not internet sick. reporter garb with a t-shirt and jeans? Do I dress up a little bit? Your
1: Bullet Club t-shirt,
2: make I'm you look like a fanboy. Not wearing the Bullet Club t-shirt. Do I have a, uh, a side bag that I put all my stuff in, like my phone and my camera and a notebook? Yes Or do I go just with the phone I think mm-hmm. I'm going to have my uh, My carrying pouch With my MacBook in it So I look uh, you, somewhat official
1: You might just want to go with the phone And just record That way they don't get nervous about what you're bringing in Oh I'm, I'm bringing the recorder Right They
2: asked specifically if I was going to plan on taking video uh-huh.
1: Aha Yeah they're nervous about that So don't bring the MacBook
2: No I, I, I told them that Only if allowed But I was not planning on it
1: Okay Audio, basically, only. Now, just going back to Raw and uh, Nine of Champions real quick, do you still stand by your prediction that Mark Henry will not be turning heel? Yes. Okay. I definitely
2: stand by the prediction that Mark Henry... I thought more after the pay-per-view that Big Show might.
1: That's why I kept... The, yeah, and that's what I was thinking, too, but they haven't pulled the, even hinted at that yet. Well, you're always so skeptical but when a guy like... I... But I still think Big Show's the next guy in roost. Well,
2: when a guy like Big Show gives the promo that he did at Night of Champions, hyping up Mark Henry so bad, you're always so skeptical to say that, okay, this is where Big Show is going to turn on Mark Henry. Right. Like, he's just hyping him up to set up the big turn later on. I don't know if that's what they're going to do. Maybe it's just, you know, Big Show's his tag team partner and he's propping him up. Let me drop this question to you. Big Show, Hall of Fame? Uh, no. Really? I I don't. Uh, What would be the basis for getting him in? He was never a great in-ring worker.
1: He was was better for his size than other guys. He he has
2: longevity in the company, but not longevity as a draw or a main eventer. Because for the most time in his run, he's always been a mid-card guy.
1: You also have to include the WCW stuff. I'm including
2: the WCW stuff.
1: He was never a draw
2: or a top-line main eventer for a long period of time. He was never great in the ring. Uh, He will have historical significance because he was one of the largest people in the company. Yeah, Big Show. I think is, you know, he's had some mainstream stuff where I think many casual fans would at least know of him. They may not know the name, honestly.
1: I just I, do I don't do know if long... Big Show
2: goes in. If Sting think... can't go in, Big Show's not in. No,
1: I think Sting's more of a candidate. Definitely, I think for longevity's sake.
2: I... But again, the argument is longevity as a top player versus just longevity in the company.
1: He's always been a toppler. He just hasn't yeah. been the, the guy. He's I mean, it's, for me Big Show is up there with Edge.
2: I wouldn't I don't even know but if Edge I put him that far. Higher.
1: Edge is a little higher. Yeah. Okay.
2: I Big Show's a weird one. Um I would Pull out
1: that moonsault. <laughs> no.
2: Historical significance and the fact that he broke the ring with Brock that one time. I just don't I just don't put him up there.
1: Do a drop kick.
2: yeah no okay fair enough yep i don't put them up there um that'll be the next game is just who belongs in the hall of fame and who doesn't and i say nobody does of course nobody belongs in the hall of fame uh coming up we have on main event this week dean ambrose scheduled to partake in ms tv yeah let's get ready for that wwe on monday was hyping up the uh, network special The WWE 2K15 roster reveal, which was a special that was actually taped at SummerSlam weekend that they aired on the network, so not a whole lot of new stuff.
1: Didn't they already aired on it? Probably did. Probably
2: not a lot of new stuff. Uh, You know, you know, Sting was on the panel. I thought it was interesting uh, to seeing Sting there with WWE guys. Like it's always you can expect one thing,
1: but until you actually see it, there are two interesting things about that ad for me. The first one, the first teaser that they put on, on the teaser network, uh Teaser for For the 2K roster and okay. whatnot. No CM Punk. CM Punk was totally eliminated from anything on the video game. And the only time we saw Daniel Bryan was getting pedigreed by Triple H.
2: Are you talking about the promos they showed during Raw? Yes. Okay, because
1: CM Punk and Daniel Bryan were all over the special on uh, right. the network. And the, yes. And they were big selling points at the Time, but now that the advertising is coming out, and yeah. that's well, not was, necessarily,
2: you know, yeah. what's funny. I'm watching this roster reveal because I never saw it before, and I just had it on in the background while I was writing my report of Raw. Um, when they were going through the rosters, they had the crowd mic'd up so you could hear people cheering for the names as they were being revealed, like Triple H and then crowd response and Sting and a huge crowd response. When they announced CM Punk, Renee Young just says CM Punk, they show a picture of him up there, the crowd's muted. There's no reaction being audioed.
1: Of course they are. I can't Can believe they went it? to the
2: trouble to silence the crowd cheering oh, for CM Punk there.
1: This is a petty company. I you know,
2: but I was p- surprised. I was just a little surprised by you, that. I guess I can't boy, be at anything nowadays. You're going to hit this training center and they're going to bury you. Ho- hopefully not literally because I would like to survive afterwards. I have to go solo. My own podcast. I got to make it back got to watch uh got to watch Jeter's final game eh, whatever. so much so much i got to watch you know Baseball. the bears continue their epic season of winning games they really shouldn't <laughs> there's a lot to live for man i got to write my stories on visiting the performance center see if there's a unique angle i can take i don't know that would make for some story if i got hired by wwe while i'm down there Yeah, I could that make for some story.
1: I could have another interview for Creative that I'd blow. Yeah. (laughs) I tell you
2: what, she, we should do this. We should bring CM Punk back and put him in the main event of WrestleMania, she?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Did <laughs> you turn into Edgar G. Robinson when you get hired by the WWE?
2: We got Roman Reigns back, yeah. We got Daniel Bryan coming
1: back, yeah. I'm Why saying? don't we just put them together?
2: You know, What are we going to do with these Fuck two the guys? Whatever happened to Batista? Whatever happened to Bret Hart? Can he still wrestle? No? Okay, fine.
1: Let's build a tag team division.
2: <laughs> Only in NXT and not really. Yeah. Those are the answers to that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're going to have... They're taping TV for NXT. You already got four weeks of TV built, and only one is aired. You're going to have another go. four weeks of TV. It's going to have go. a lot of TV pre-taped.
1: You should go dress as a bunny.
2: I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that.
1: Um, We're just filling time at this point. Let's what
2: do we, we got coming up in WWE next week? Anything? No? Nothing? Okay. We got five weeks until Hell in a Cell.
1: Is there a main event announced for next week at all?
2: Uh, No, not that of I've course. seen. There was SmackDown, you know, you're going to have the Usos rematch for the tag titles on SmackDown.
1: Oh, yeah. it's, it's gonna. This is going to be more filler. Yeah. More We're filler, just gonna filler coming wait up. It, it, this week, the theme is wait for them to do something, and then we can talk about. It. Until then, NXT. And I'm loving the Zane Neville build. I'm yeah. loving the Zane Neville build. It's nice. NXT. So, uh, Follow
2: uh, follow me on Twitter at Shake Them Ropes, and I'll see you about updating different things as I'm uh, traveling down to Florida. So follow that. Uh, also, catch out our Sting special on the Hall of Fame uh, coming up on Voices of Wrestling here in the coming days. And then uh, this show will be going up uh, today, Tuesday. Hopefully, you guys download it. Some of you might be listening to it on Wednesday or later on in the week. Hope you enjoy it.
1: If you uh, subscribe now or you follow him on Twitter, Rob promises Instagrammed. Beach bathing suit picks. Right. So first I'd have to get an Instagram (laughs) because I don't have
2: one. If you're going to be following me for leaked hacked picks from my iCloud, don't bother. There are none. I'm sorry to disappoint. But that is Shake Them Ropes for this week. We'll be back next week with my travels to the NXT Performance Center. And we'll see if there's another candidate for the Hall of Fame who's going to get no support that we can debate and discuss. But until then, this has been Shake Them Ropes on the Voices of Wrestling Audio Network.
1: Here comes Peter Cottontail
0: hopping down. Here it comes again. Lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax prices may vary for delivery.